Hi guys, welcome. Uh, Steve here. Lyman here. Obviously, it is podcast number 12. I won't let Michael stuff that one up this week. I'll take over. <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> I actually thought it was number 11, so I'm really glad you actually said something. Well, well let's, uh... ho- let's hope I'm actually right then, shall we? <laughs> um, we have a special guest with us tonight, one of the streamers from the page. Uh, Chris, we'll get into a bit. Uh, yeah, so... Let's kick it off, eh? We'll start with, obviously, same questions that we've done a little bit for our last couple of guests. We'll start off with, well, what do we do? Console, actually. Favourite console is probably our first major question we ask. Are we talking... Like a master race kind of guy. Are we talking, like, uh, generation by generation or, like, branding Xbox versus... That, if, if you literally were like you know what i'm gonna game tonight what would you what what do you what's your go-to like nostalgia included ah uh, it's it's always it's always the pc mate yeah. if, if, it, if it had to be if it had to be a sit-down console it'd be uh it'd be the playstation but it's a pc through and through yeah See, they yeah. just go straight onto the playstation no original ideas people no, Break outside no. the box. GameCube, Nintendo, Atari. No, well, he, he is actually. I think he's our first PC master race we've had on so far. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, there's nothing. I do like a bit of nostalgia where you can go back and you can, you know, a bit of bit of uh, Sega and Mega Drive and that. You know, I, I did grow up with that even up until the age of like trying to get it back and working it. You know, sixteen, seventeen years old. So I do appreciate it. <laughs> if you are a slightly dodgy um, ROM runner or emulator, you can play all that on your PC anyway. We don't yeah. condone that here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mate. like that straight away. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not going to lie. There's a reason um, with Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a funny, not a funny moment. It was more of a uh, little fit of rage moment. Uh, we've got a, a group chat on Facebook uh, for upcoming World of Warcraft Classic, which we will talk about later on. It's um, funny that you're pretty much our guest for World of Warcraft, and this is what <laughs> it was about. And um, one of the mates, oh, I think I was talking about, because I've been playing Overwatch at the moment, I was like, oh, come play Overwatch. And he's like, oh, what platform you're playing on? I was like, oh, PS4. He's like, nah, nah, we're, um, we're playing PC at the moment. And one of the people on there instantly said, oh, PS4 is all beep. There's no games worth playing on there that a PC doesn't play. And I was, I'm a PS4 guy. I always... P- PlayStation 1 is my all-time favorite console, then probably Super Nintendo. Um, but PS4 all day, every day. But I don't write off any console i've got an xbox one i got a pc i got a gaming laptop i've got nearly all, all consoles that have been freaking created and it, it frustrates me to hear a gamer instantly belittle another console because of it you can put a bit of that down though just the general competition just like the the classic example of cars of ford versus holden you're gonna get it's you know, it's gaming banter and gaming sledging. There's nothing achieved by it, and it's just, you know, well, like he, the whole whole master race well, concept. But well, he bl- he blatantly won't buy a console. He's like, nah, no games are worth playing unless it's on PC. Is he generally like a, a one game guy? Like he he doesn't 
run multiple things. He'll he'll burn something out for six months at a time, and then life kicks kicks in, and then he has to go back to something else, and he'll pick something else up. Or no, how, no, he's he is a pretty avid Steam player. Like if it's on Steam, if it uh, that's pretty much him. He doesn't play the type of gameplay that I do. Like I play a lot deeper single player rpgs like god of war stuff like especially a lot of sony's exclusives and i rattled off two or three of them that like god of war horizon zero dawn stuff like that where it's like they are games for me that i would instantly purchase a console just to play them and he's like no 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 i won't play them not worth it there's better games on Steam. Not worth my wasting my time, and that's it. How can you be so close? Oh, okay. Well, look, I, I've got a little secret to tell you, Steve, as well. I, I've been converted. Ah, good. You're coming out of the closet. <laughs> Dangerous words. Dangerous words. <laughs> I know, and it makes me sick. I, I I recently bought a PlayStation Four, and it's and I felt dirty. I really did. Um, we, we all we all know the reason why, right, Steve? Yeah, you, you look smart. Might be coming out soon. You look smarter <laughs> now. You're what was right, that? Uh, <laughs> <it>? Got him. <laughs> it wasn't even me. My hands are up. <laughs> obviously, your uh, obviously your your Final Fantasy remake conversation is winning him over, right? Like, yep. Let's oh, make it a switch. that's <laughs> no way. No, no, look. VR. I wanted to. I wanted to actually experience it. I, I reckon the VR. Is fantastic, and I reckon Xbox are really missing out by not doing something similar. Do um, Xbox have anything in the VR like world? Connect. I think it's Connect. Oh, I remember that one, but like I know That's what they had in the one series of Xboxes, didn't they? Like it yeah, wasn't even it yeah. wasn't VR. It was it was alternate nah, reality, wasn't it? Was they, yeah. They, so they you they impose, your hands, uh, they impose you into something versus involving your. Yeah. What's well, yeah. the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality? Virtual reality is you're in the actual game. Yeah. AR is it creates everything around you. That's so right. It's, that's why with the Kinect it would be like the you're waving your hands and on the TV it would show fish dropping down from the ceiling and you got to hit the fish and stuff like yeah. that. That's yeah. what there are new. Um, there's new things out there. I played like over in Thailand. Uh, they have a full deep VR, but actually at Chermside near us Queenslanders, they have laser skirmish that is VR AR. That's gonna be oh so epic. It's yeah, it, it's getting out there, eh? It really is. Like even looking at like I just got the basic VR package with the worlds and that, and, and you, you're looking. You're in a cage, so it's that, that classic shark one. You go down, the shark starts destroying the cage. You feel like you're gonna be eaten. Just in the nick of time. Spoiler alert: the rock hits you, and you save the day. But actually, being there, like my two-year-old loves it. Mm. Like every time I walk in, "Daddy, play game." Daddy, play game. And I walk in the room this afternoon, and she's got the VR headset on. It's all turned off, so she can't see anything. But it looks hilarious. Yeah, so it's a it's a photo of, of a, uh, a, a, a photo. It's a video of a guy that's got his daughter sitting in front of a they're sitting in front of the TV, and he's got his daughter in a washing basket, and like they're watching the first-person view of a roller coaster. Ah, just exactly yeah, the same yeah. thing that yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been doing the rounds for a little while now, but like, yeah. it's just amazing how little things like that. But they've taken that small basic concept, which hell, we could have done that years ago, and people yeah. probably have. And now, like, that's being 
brought into the reality of it. Like I remember the same concept going to SeaWorld one day when I was young and they had the same thing. You sit in the chair, you're surrounded by audio visual. And like, I remember walking out of that place in tears because I was so petrified. I'm pretty sure it was like the one at SeaWorld where like a shark came up and eat you and all, oh man. But you had to go <laughs> out of your home to do that. And you just pretty much managed to describe that in your own house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it was like the um, Batman ride back in the day, like the 4D kind of thing at Dreamworld. Even just on that VR topic, just quickly before I get off it, um, like it's it's even good for people like with small apartments or things like that that want to watch like their TV or movies or things like that as well because it uses a screen inside the actual headset. You don't need to have a 100-inch TV screen like I've got. You can actually have a, you can have a normal small laptop screen, and you can actually still when you put the VR goggles on to watch your Netflix, your YouTube, um, everything it does. On a, I don't know what you call it a digital screen. Is well, that what you call it? Yeah, it's uh, it's a projection in there to replicate mm. a two hundred and twenty five inch screen. And oh, that's it's massive. It, and it's two separate, and they're slightly offset and. It just it you can actually download the app where you're sitting in a cinema, so it shows you the cinema screen, and that's the movie you're watching. That's pretty sick. I haven't delved a lot into it, but I just I tested that the other day watching a movie, and it just looks unreal. Yeah, I'm very surprised because didn't Microsoft buy into Vive? I think from memory, there's another headset that's battling them like it's a higher range run i thought microsoft bought into it and that's why there was always rumors microsoft were going to bring one out i just can't remember uh obviously microsoft is separate than actually xbox uh studio but uh, they they are owned by the same kind of corporation so you'd think it would spool over but maybe it was just rumors they didn't end up doing going through with the purchase who was the major funder that did the um funded the Oculus thing that that kicked off? Oculus was a Kickstarter. I know it was a Kickstarter, but they and then Facebook bought it. It was Facebook, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. which is that's, that's why everyone that's why everyone blew up because they were like, oh, well, they've just ruined Oculus. That's an aggressive um, topic, anyway. We'll we'll skip and keep moving on. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully their VR is better than their platform for yeah. pages. Or support. <laughs> yeah. What support? You touched base on number one, which was your uh, your console of preference. What else you got? Uh, so that's that's console preference. Normally we go after that one. Favorite game of all time. See, I'm torn for this. I'm a big fan of a lot of the Final Fantasy series, just like yourself, Steve. Oh much to Michael's God. dismay. <laughs> However, in terms of games that I've probably sunk the most time into. Probably Diablo 2, eh? Diablo yes! 2? Something different! Oh, I like Probably. That. I mean, it's hard to get back into the whole series. I'm, I'm a big, big Blizzard fanboy overall, um, outside of Overwatch, and, and since they joined with Activision and, and the Activision bring-ins, I'm, I'm generally a big fan of everything they do, so I've spent a lot of time on a lot of their games. In saying that, uh, I've got a lot of games that I'll go back to, Um so I can't really put it down to one, man. If, if I've got a bit of time to burn it, I'm just on somewhere that doesn't have great specs. If you ever played the game Terraria, that game's fantastic. Not not Terraria, oh. sorry. Um, oh, Terraria's fantastic as well, but I'm trying to forget the thing of the name of it now. 
mustn't be very fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm having I'm having mind blanks, mate. I've had these my, the days. My my brother loved Terraria actually. Nah. I played Diablo too, so. Diablo too. The whole Diablo series I like from part one. I used to love collecting the years on the online mode. I reckon that was fantastic. What was it? Diablo one. Yeah. You used to when you play online, you collect ears of people. Yeah, you, you, you kill yes, people yes. when Other you get players. their ears. Yeah, so I'd be Touch using me. like hacks, not approved <laughs> things, and actually just go, "Haha, you can't kill me. One chop, you're dead." F- because FTL I wasn't actually good was at the game. game. Sorry. What was the game? Faster sorry? than light. Faster than light. I lo- you can throw a simple one or two mods on that, and that game is so good to easily burn one or two hours effortlessly, and it's just. It's just great. It's solid. The I soundtrack is also amazing. Oh, no. Yes, and yes, we have all raged quit to that game when you get oh, right to the end and you oh, just can't do it. There's nothing you can... Oh, but it's good. Like, have you, it's, have you, it's, it's on valid. the tablets as well, Steve. It's on... Um, no, I, haven't, I haven't even heard of the game. It's, it's such a simple... My... Yeah, it's like a simple it's... design of a ship. You can fly different ways to different galaxies depending on which route you take and... Mm. Or wrap your take, whichever you'd like yeah, to pick I was up say, on. It's not a Friday night. <laughs> oh, if you've got a bit of time to You're burn, like, like <laughs> if you know, like if I ever have my laptop at work and I'm doing a late night, just virtually being there as a standby on call, my laptop's pretty crap the best of days. But you know, it's a 2D game. It's old. It's simple, exactly as Michael said, and it's great. It's an amazing time burner, and it's simple. I used to get the rock guys, by the way. The big block yeah. guys stomp around, but yeah. No. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up after we finish. FTL. Crap. Uh, favorite game. Okay, check. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite genre. Well, I'm a big MMO fan. Just in general, I can find myself sinking time into them pretty easily these days. This is going to be probably too deep, and we'll talk about it later. Did you find that the MMO world went a bit stagnant for a while? Uh, what do you mean by that exactly? I played World of Warcraft when it first came out. Just day one release, I was there. Final Fantasy Eleven, day one, not well, day one release for Western, obviously Eastern, it yeah. was out before us, but Western, uh, I was always trying to hack it, but I couldn't read Japanese, so there's no use me being on that server anyway. Um and it just, uh, yeah, and I played them for so long, like, they were they were really the two. They were the two games what were top level. And then all of a sudden, they started going a whole different aspect. Because World, World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy, they sort of had the market lock. So then they started looking at the, the free-to-play MMOs. Uh, there were ones where it wasn't a tab targeting. They were more, you had to swing and try to hit the box. And Age of Conan. Style. Yeah, they they were they were fun at the start, but then I just I don't know. I felt like after one or two expansions, it, it, everything started blending, and without the hours to grind in it. Or it was just, yeah, I just didn't feel like it was, I don't know. Satisfying? Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe with life it was like, well, unless I can pull in 20 hours a week and be running at the top level, it's not worth it. I'm very much similar in that sense. So, um, as I'm sure we'll touch on it later, I, I 
I'm not by any means the top level of what it is, but I do play, I'd, I'd say, in what, what's referred to as the two or the three percentile of the, the WoW player base in particular. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm very similar in that. If I'm not playing something challenging, I struggle to casual, um, yep. to just want to grind, have a goal of I'm going to make gold or I'm going to do this. I can't do that. I appreciate the challenge. I enjoy the teamwork. And where I'd say where things probably started to fall stagnant for you over time would bring in the the group of the guild or, or you know, the, the community that you run with and, and how well did you know them? Like, yeah. Uh, and to it was, touch I on, just to... started losing that the time where I couldn't and... build build that relationship with the guild. Yeah, and it's it's a bit of a fall down from there where it goes in, and it's again we'll go further details a bit later, but it's it's an ongoing problem that you have. I remember in in Wrath of the Lich King expansions again, World of Warcraft, which was the the um oh, probably in, in my opinion their their best expansion they've done. This is before they had Oceanic Realms. I remember having phone numbers of people over in the states and that just to sort of get things going. And the servers back then weren't sharded, split like they are now, which is where there's too many people on a server, so they'll limit it to like a hundred players in a zone at any one time. So yep. you'd only ever have your server was your server. You knew the people in your server. You knew people's names. If there was a server troll, they were known. And that yeah. was a thing. There was such a community base on it because there wasn't. It, and if you it, failed in a guild or you left them hanging and they couldn't do the guild raid. That you Sunday, were known. you yeah, were known. You, you, you were known. Yeah, I pretty much put on a blacklist. I'm not going to lie. I, I I got referred to as a ninja looter a couple of times. There was no truth behind it, but I suppose it's up to opinion. Yep. And and exactly, it's it's <laughs> it can blacklist your name to it. Yeah, I got a very similar situation because I I was playing oh pretty heavily. Like at that point, I I had no misses or no kids or anything like that. No. So. Yeah, no life. So for me, I was like, ah, apprentice, I'm a TAFE. Happy days. Let's do this. And I could just, uh, as you may know, I'm halfway in a competitive battle on Overwatch right now. That's why I'm looking to the left. <laughs> I, I thought I'd be on a longer waiting list and it's going straight into a game. Oh, this is a bad. So terrible. This is very professional. But like, th- that was, and I missed, I missed a Sunday. So then all of a he sudden... He must have died. He looked away from the screen. Yeah, I, did you I die? No, I ran yeah. off to heal. He's struggling. <laughs> yeah, and I got... It used to be the rule back then. I can't remember what our rule was for loot drops. Like, I was nowhere near high. Um, but it was like, you had to... I, we might have been rolling. And every time I freaking want to roll, it was never gear for me. And because they were a guild of casuals, they weren't worth playing with. Like, people would steal gear that didn't even actually suit the the player who they were. Like, I was an Ali Shaman back in the day, uh, Horde Ali Shaman, and it's like, why are you taking that piece of guilt, uh, gear? You're a priest or a, a warrior, and, and it's like, what? What that doesn't suit you? Uh, and I was, I was never a good enough player where I was like, oh, my guy, I need all this DPS gear and this and that. Like, one of my friends, he was very into it, so I got him to give me a lot of the tips, I guess you could say, for what gear I want. And, yeah, it was just that for me. And then back to why that happened was I missed a Sunday. So then you were kicked off the next Sunday. And it was like, oh, well, you're not allowed to raid with us next Sunday. So going to oh, miss gosh. out on yeah so you're going to miss out on that piece of gear and then all of a sudden you find out that that sunday every 
freaking item drop was suited for an Ali Shaman and and it was just like there was no camaraderie no, yeah and there was loyalty. no loyalty yeah. it was like you were you could be perfect for 10 weeks straight and then you make one mistake or you you stuff up one raid and they're just like oh well you're um you're on the bench next week and you're like oh that's just yeah to 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 not go into or take too much time on it from history of of i suppose playing in different guilds and and running my own and and between being an officer and others and all that sort of stuff I'd, I'd probably put a lot of the the enjoyment and the stagnation down to the community you can find yourself in and if you can enjoy doing content with players like and and a lot of that will come down to your personality and what sort of games you guys play um for me just in general i i struggle to play a single player game i know a little while ago i was doing uh dragon age inquisition yep. um that's in, in i suppose you'd say you can um immer- it's immersive which yep. i can do like skyrim i can do immersive games i can do no problem if you however try to get me to say play I don't know, StarCraft by myself or other games like that, you won't get let me last long. I, I won't be able to do it for long at all. Yeah, well, it's funny because I'm a pretty... I, I'm a deep RPG player, single-player RPG. <laughs> um, I have... I dabble in MMOs a fair bit, but normally I'll get, like, Final Fantasy fourteen. I play Realm Reborn. I had the actual, I had it on day one release and it was absolutely terrible. Uh, and then obviously they pulled the whole game, redone it, and they re released it. And it was, it's now actually probably one of my favorite MMOs. It's uh, one of the I, biggest competitors there yeah, yeah. across the board. And I, I sort of, I get one character to max level and then that's me done. I never grind at the end. I'm never pushing all this gear like some of my friends have world of warcraft accounts when you used to get what five characters or seven characters all of them were level 60s they were all t3 gear like and they could sell their accounts for pretty good money back in the day and uh, literally that's how they made some money and we were just young apprentices most of the time for that early stages funny you say that i did the same thing with Diablo too <laughs> that's yeah. probably why i enjoy it so much selling selling gear selling <laughs> runs power leveling boosting same concept well one of one of the one of my friends sold a skin in counter-strike the other day for a thousand dollars yeah, it was literally yeah. a skin. So he. Why it's, would people pay for that? I don't understand. Well, some people just have the money, or some like if you're, like he sold one. I think it was an AK-47 skin for seven hundred dollars. For me, I couldn't do it, but I've got friends like one mate. I should. I probably shouldn't say his name because he'll be a little upset. When he used to do World of Warcraft, he'd have a a bucket and a freaking flannel to wipe himself down with. Like he was doing solid days at the computer. <laughs> That's like, extreme. Wow. Yeah, a, yeah. a bucket and a flannel. Well, actually, I've got the bucket and the flannel, but that's because I'm sick. So uh, I don't know uh, what he's doing. He, he, he just, he was an Energex worker. Um, is, yeah. He just probably four hours maximum a night worth of sleep for oh years i reckon all with world of warcraft he was so heavily addicted and i've never known the money side of it i've never even you said before diablo 2 like what would you sell would you would you sell the the account you've used or the blizzard Uh, you could do what you could so it's just like 
Yeah, well, yeah, it was the BattleNet account because that's back before your account was linked to your CD keys at the time. Um, yeah. But it's just like just like anything, there's a market for everything in the world if it takes time to do. Yeah. And that's where, you know, there's a couple differences with that. It's like skins in that. But anything that takes time to do, someone will buy because they don't have time to do it. You get the same thing in gear, um, in, in, in WoW and, you know, in other MMOs, buying gold, buying gear. Whether you yeah. buy a carry run um, in League of Legends, you can buy people to boost you to, uh, yeah. I don't even know what it's called anymore, higher MMR or whatever it's called now. ELO, I think it was back in the day. You could buy people, you could pay for a service to boost you, whether you're any good at the game or not, or you just couldn't be stuffed. You know, you're a good player or whatever, and you just couldn't be stuffed trying to do the grind to get back up in a new season. Where, yeah. there's, a, where, where there's a demand, someone will pay for it. Um, I used to buy yeah. gold in World of Warcraft. I can't. I will maybe say I have done the same and might still do the same. <laughs> yeah. um, but again, it's the same concept. So like uh, feathering on the, I'll go further in this later, but to play at the high end, your your general expenses and your upkeep is massive. And part of that involves being able to support the time you do. You have to use it effectively. Do you make the gold to supply your daily requirements in a raid environment? Or do you do your general daily grinds to keep up to par with where you need to be for the raid environment? Hold on, then you've also got all this other stuff you need to do plus real life. And then it all comes in. So yeah. Yeah. same concept. If if there's a if people want it, they'll take it. Diablo two was um you'd sell high runes, you'd sell boosts, um, you'd sell people like you know, you get three characters to level, I think it was usually eighty five or ninety. Um, and you'd have like depending on how much they paid, a couple of days to do it in. Yeah, and people want it, they get it. Skins, personally, I, I don't get, unless you like you have your one-game one game junkie yeah. and that's all you can do. But even then, like, there's a price to everything. I know that's you amazing. touched on a few few podcasts ago, pay to play for a little bit, and yep. the general consensus when I gathered from it is if you're happy to put that much time into something, why not support it by paying for it? I, I pay for WoW to support that and the you know the the services and, and server upkeep and that you go to free MMOs you won't get content releases as frequent or as big or as massive you won't get service support all these different functions you don't get and then the companies are one game wonder as well because they have no profits to release something new or they have to get funding to release something new. Mm-hmm. So. See, I agree with that, and I play any, the only MMO that I actually play. I was there was one ke- going to come out that never did. The one I play online at the moment is the Star Wars, the old, uh, the old Coda? Republic. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. Coda. Yeah, and I love it. I, and, love, and I like pay, that. Back I'll in pay the day. for the to have the premium account, not just the the basic one, because again, I agree. If they are providing a service, well, you should pay for something. But I won't be the ones that go in there and actually buy extra content. Like I'll like when you buy the subscription fee, you get cartel coins all mixed up in it. But yeah. I don't mind those ones. But if I want to, oh, I want a new mount. I don't really care about the mount. And like I wouldn't. I used to. It was the hard. And this is where I'm always torn because I think it was World of Warcraft where you could buy a double mount and its running speed Still was can. slightly more and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, damn. I want to get there. I don't have time to take seven minutes to run there. I want to get there in five, and then I can spend that other two minutes for for fighting because I work 10-hour days. I get paid this back when I used to play. I used to get paid, and I'd work out my hourly rate and be like, you know what? I get paid more an hour than I do to play that. 
So stuff it, I'll buy it. And that was always my mindset and my mentality back then. It, the only reason it's changed with age is because I see the effect it has on people who don't have that income. It affects parents who have to supply that income. It affects their... So that that was that whole other. I've always been a fan of, here's, here's the game, pay for the game. Thank you very much. They want to release some further content. I'll pay for it again, as long as it is worthwhile. I, I would never pay yes. someone to get me to a high level, though, oh. and say, hey, Steve, I want you to get me from level 1 to level 50. Well, don't you want well, to actually... You, you bought the game, you want to play the game. Final Fantasy... why you play the game. Yes, Final yeah. Fantasy does it. Uh, like, I... Say I got rid of my... Um, my account, or I... Whatever, but I was at level 60, so I'm like... And for the originals... The grind from level 59 to 60 used to take as long as 1 to 59. And I was like, damn, I don't want to grind for that long just killing off spawns just to do that. The end game content wasn't really there. So then later on, you might leave and you come back and you're like, damn, I don't want to go all the way to level 60 again. I don't want to spend 100 hours to get back to where I was replaying the exact same content. I want to play the expansion. So you pay your 19.95, you get to level 60 that day, and then you start playing. I still don't do it solely because I'm not that dedicated to MMOs anymore. I thought about it for Final Fantasy. Um, but because I lost one of my accounts because Square Enix, their support is probably worse than Facebook's. Mogstation memes are a reality. Mogstation. <laughs> and like they have multiple different avenues. Like at least Facebook, I can yell at just Facebook. With fun, to play Final Fantasy Eleven, you've got to go through this one. If you want to play Final Fantasy Fourteen, you've got to go through that one. And to have a Square Enix account, you've got to go through Square Enix. And you, you can literally grind every day to try to work for your account back. And I, it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and buy this freaking game all over again, and I'm just going to move on. It's It's funny you say that. Uh, obviously with WoW being a big topic there's a big thing so the general with what WoW has been doing the past two expansion you buy the expansion and you'll get a, a character boost it's not a max boost it's usually 10 levels behind where the current is so usually for people coming back to the game like leveling and all that's okay the first time you do it because again it can be immersive but once you've done yes. it it's the the general story of you play to be level cap and then what do you do? Do you hit level cap and that's it? No, the game opens up and all these different avenues begin once you're at level cap. Leveling is, in my opinion, I hate it. It's a pain. Um, so what, like, um, even EB's been getting on the bandwagon now. You can buy a a expansion, uh, another expansion for World of Warcraft, like I think it's $30 at the moment, which will give you a character boost, I think it's a 110 character boost, which you can buy from Battle.net services itself or Blizzard services for like $90. So you've also got these different things and it, you know, it's the same thing. You know, you're know, you talking like 100, 120 levels. How much time do I have to put into a game to level that versus I work for enough money where I can go, I'm enjoying this at the, the top end of it, the max level. I just want to get there as quick as possible because, you know. The, the only reason why... 
I struggle with level boosts is learning my character's skill set along the way. I maxed that, that out was one, one thing I was going to say. Yeah, I maxed out yeah. one character because I had the the Ali Shaman. I was like, oh, I want to play a, a druid priest. And I was like, I'm already level 60 with my chamois, so why grind all the way to get to level 60 with my priest? So then I bought one, I got to level 60, and I was like, what the hell am I doing here? I just, I phys- I didn't know the, the, the play set. Of course, it took far less amount of time and just a couple of YouTube videos to learn it. And I could go into PvPs and battle and I'd get stomped like a noob because I was. But... Like to get to level sixty, it would take me whatever, two hundred hours. It would take me twenty to thirty hours to learn how to play that level sixty. So, so what about the storyline between level one and level sixty then? And whatever. That's where I get worried. Like, cause I for like the first the character, yes. You'll... The the storyline from memory, it doesn't change for what your character is. Not it's, much. It's like Star no. Wars example star wars each different character has a different storyline and oh. like so you've got a sith lord where a guy with lightning or yeah. the, the jedi one and generally generally from a from an mmo perspective of playing different few ones that's usually true every different class or race whatever it has has its own story to an extent but it's never you might not, find out of say 100 deep. hours of content that story might only cover two yeah Whereas the rest of it, because if they tailored the entire game to each individual class as a whole, They'd you'd have be to finding remake that it. <laughs> their, their, their dev costs would be like absurd. Yeah. Don't forget their story writers. Every bit of quest you take has someone that's sitting there and have to write that quest. No one reads them, really. Some people do. I think they're insane, but some people do. Um, I like the story. I like No, I, no, no. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing I'm wrong a, with that. It's, I'm a reader the first time round. I, I try to. I only last so long with it. But it's the same concept. It's what I, what I touched on before, is why do you play the game? Yep. You mm-hmm. find a lot of people... Um, like there's a, there's a World of Warcraft Facebook group I'm, I'm a part of, and you'll get a lot of people that will join it and say, hey, guys, first time we're here, or hey, first time coming back to the game since, you know, Burning Crusade, which was like 10 years ago. Um, you know, they're all social. They're polite. They're, 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 I'd say they're, they're social gamers, not not competitive gamers. And... There's like, a, what what suggestion should I play? What's currently good? How what should I go? And you'll always find through all the comments is make yourself a level one character. Don't boost anything yet. Enjoy the game. Take your time. Ignore everyone else. All the elitist assholes don't matter. Take your time and enjoy it. After that, once you've got your roots and you've realized why you want to play the game, go for gold. Find something yeah. that you enjoy. Because like that's... Even gold, like... doing raiding, all sorts of things like that. I was always... A, a PvPer. Yeah. I I wasn't a raider. I was always PvP. That was that was me. I would only I normally I think I was level thirty was when it got fun, um, and I just literally I'd get my twink character to that and off I went. I'd just farm PvP every day. I but I think that's why I much ra- not much rather I went towards Final Fantasy. I truly believe they have a perfect mix of nostalgia in their MMO. Final Fantasy. I'm just giving up with this Final Fantasy thing. Oh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Fantasy fourteen. It's good. It's it's unique. It's very unique. They've touched on 
Liverpool. In terms of like, <laughs> in, in, well, it's in terms of the style of game it has. They've developed or they've they've taken on the class based system or the yeah. So I'd say that the job job based system, yeah, which is where based. you don't have one character at level one hundred. Your character is generically the same. However, what changes? I could be I could be wrong. There might be a character level, but you've got your job levels. So you could have one character geared to hell. But it might be a level one archer, but it could be like a level hundred summoner or something like that. And then one day you could log on and go, you know what? I'm bored of this. I'm going to try something else out. Instead of having to regrind, refarm, get gold, all that different stuff to to suit a new character, brand new, because some things aren't like a lot of things aren't tradable between the two. You could just roll a different job, and all of a sudden you've got a whole game with its whole unique quest line for that job class starting off again suddenly going through so like it's in that aspect they've nailed it like that's amazing yeah. to have but i liked it yeah. because they brought in a lot of like nostalgia like final fantasy 7 the casino from it is in final fantasy 14 and it's they brought back like a lot of the beasts and a lot of the the bad guys like the judges from final fantasy 12 they were the bad guys in final fantasy 14 and it's Final Fantasy twelve, yeah, twelve, yeah, yeah judges, um, judge Gabranth and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Gabranth and uh, and it's all different aspects like that. I I really think they nailed the the nostalgia of the game brand. So that's why I come back to that one as my favourite MMO. <laughs> Look, let's. I think we've ranted a fair bit. Let's talk about main reason we got you on here <laughs> was not to discuss Final Fantasy. Just well. For I, I I only get people on here so I can discuss Final Fantasy for someone new. I know, you don't even let them the talk. ranting is real. Yeah, I get uh, like come on the podcast so I can talk to you about Final Fantasy. That's how we're going <laughs> to advertise it. Uh, and Michael just sits in the background every time, shaking his head like oh, he's at it again. I just keep pressing mute. It only mutes me, not him. Where's my? <laughs> um, we got you on here. Let's let's talk about guilds. Like let's talk about the pressures of guilds, the pressure of being a, the top dog of it, the toxicity of how like I think it was not last week, the week before, Pierce was talking about even the toxicity and just gamers alone now, how they will complain a hell of a lot about certain things. Like you can give them a hundred good things and one bad thing and they'll complain about that bad thing uh like let's talk well first off world of warcraft classic are you jumping in i'm gonna do my best to do it i'm i've i had access to the beta for a bit in terms of the the community vibe and, and they're managing to somehow step back into it of a game where you had to randomly go out in the world and just start talking you see a random dude trying to kill a mob in the world and you go hey man how you going you know you help him kill it, all of a sudden you end up with a party in him. You both miraculously have the day off and you spend the entire day together just doing quests. That is hasn't been echoed in a MMO game for a very, very, very long time. And that is classic. You need to be able to do that. Unless you're playing with friends every single day, the, the need to get in, party up and keep going is something I'm incredibly looking forward to. And it, I've done it. I've done it in, just in the beta alone, and it's great. It's fantastic. So I'm going to do my best to do it. I have my, I suppose, what they call retail commitments still that I've got to try to keep up with, as well as life. So we'll see how I juggle it. But, yeah, I'll be hopping on the bandwagon. Yep. 
perfect. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm in a group chat say, saying that I'm going to play it. I just, I wonder how far back it will go. Like, I liked Classic, but with, with some add-ons, like map add-ons, quest finders. Like so, I, with, with regards to that, that's been a, again, I haven't been following Classic to the T, but that's been a very uh, big, big and avid point people have brought up. In, in terms of what the game's going to be like, and the biggest thing is it's not going to be what it was. You know, it can never be what it was, yep. which in a lot of people's eyes is what I'd mentioned earlier. You know, this community, you'd, you'd have the challenge, you'd have it was new, it was exciting. Before that, you had EverQuest, which was, you know, it was a lot of grinding and all that sort of stuff. Escape. Uh, I think Classic was out before RuneScape. I, could reckon I, I thought I old school RuneScape was out before Classic. I, 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 could, I could be wrong there. It might have been. I think um, so. RuneScape was really old. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so. And, well, talking about that, there was actually a fair few people who played the beta and they were reporting bugs and the developers... Yeah, the developers turned around and said, that's not a bug, that's a classic. That's classic. So you are mentioning add-ons and stuff like that. Sorry, I'm just touching back. But you're right, there's a lot of bugs and they're actually putting updates and posts saying, heads up, these aren't bugs, these are as they were. An example is a torrent's hitbox is actually bigger than anything else. Yep. Um, like small things like that, where some torrent, like torrents, couldn't actually fit through some doorways, was a legitimate thing. Yep. Um, what I was going to touch on earlier, you mentioned like minimal add-ons and that sort of stuff. So, a lot of the current, I suppose you'd say, meta uh, add-ons are actually extremely compatible in the the new classics API. Now, a lot of people, the, the general, for people that are following classic, will have the idea of saying, oh. Well, why don't they just why don't they just use the old API? You know, all the old add-ons. Why don't they just restrict it to that? But what people don't realize over time is that the programming, the ability to code, and all that has become such a massive aspect that it is it has you know re-engineered itself three or four times over. What you physically couldn't even comprehend to do when Classic was released can be done very simply now by people that have managed to code certain certain interfaces and that in game and yep. if they were to implement the old um, api the restrictions that blizzard has managed to implement over time to stop virtually you know complete automation of the game would be removed so then this re-engineering factor would happen all over again and classic would suddenly become a completely overhauled game again because stuff that you couldn't do in retail because it makes the game too easy like the, you could virtually program things to play the game for you completely and it would be fine because yep. you could have done it back then people just didn't know how well so it's you, what's what, the, so what's well, the difference with this classic sorry yeah i'll let tell, the, tell this i'm a, I'm a noob with this so classic, the, the classic essentially, you got classic and you have retail. So retail is essentially what, if you were to go out to the store right now and buy it, you would get World of Warcraft, um, Battle for Azeroth, which is Battle for Azeroth is, is the is the current expansion. I don't even know how many there have been now. I think there's been like six or seven. The level cap back when was 60, which is when classic was released, or vanilla WoW is generally what it was known as, which is when the game was initially released. No expansions, no nothing back in, uh, what, 04, 03 or whatever when it was released is what you got over time obviously expansions have come through nostalgia's kicked in you know it'll never be classic it'll never be this it'll never be so it'll never be vanilla vanilla was the best all this sort of stuff has come in so you have retail current expansion current gameplay anyone that currently plays wow is playing retail unless they're playing classic or or a beta key which is what they have because over such a long period of time nostalgia of Nothing can beat vanilla. Vanilla WoW is the best. Nothing wants it, whatever. In some of Blizzard's madness, someone's decided to go, you know what? Let's 
end this argument and let's remake it. Let's do it. Let's remake the original game. Instead of just re-releasing it from what it was back then, which would probably brick most computers because, you know, <laughs> XP or whatever it was back then. Um, they're rewriting it from the ground up and, and involving all that sort of stuff. So that's what it is. If you wanted to introduce your, like, 10-year-old to WoW, the way you'd remember it back when you were young, that's what you'd do because that's yeah. what it's meant okay. to be. Bit of a bit of a long story there, but so like that's the the general concept of it all, and it comes from you know nothing beats vanilla. Vanilla's the best. You know you got a fifteen year old game. Of course, over time you're going to get that. Yeah, I don't know. I the World of Warcraft obviously it came out what early two thousands. Hopefully it's cleaned up a bit. There's a couple of little add-ons. I truthfully, for myself, I've never obviously played classic after classic like i i i don't even think i got the first expansion i maxed out level of my chamois on original release and then that was it done i never is it a queensland the thing just to start making these words smaller my chamois what is a chamois shame so it's not really oh, sure is it an official like so shaman Warcraft? shaman's like a, a class it's yeah. Yeah, so, no, no, no. I know what a shaman is, but is shammy, is that actually a, a World of Warcraft term or is that a, general, a Del Zell serve? No, it's general slang. It's a term. General if you song. type it into Google right now, it'll come up. Yeah, it's it's just like any any other game you play, man. Over time, you know, everything gets cut down. Even just you know, look at look at real life. You know, the amount of stuff you have, you just cut down, and make it shorter. I just worry about classic, sort of like Final Fantasy VII. In my mind, it is truly the best game you'll ever play in your life uh, because it's it, it was. It was the best game I ever played. But then I play it now and it's like, oh, damn, I don't have time for turn-based games anymore. I don't have time to grind 100 hours. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, is that... Is that going to happen uh, with Classic again? Well, to be honest, it probably will. Um, initial time it took to get from, you know, 1 to 60, so those aren't familiar yourself, Michael, the level cap back in Classic was level 60. Outside of maybe the first three or four levels, which, you could put, which most general players could get done in like, you know, an, an hour or two, uh, for a lot of people it took months, like... If you're a general player, you're not addicted worker, you'd probably be looking, you know, you'd be lucky to be getting 10% per session. Like, like you used to always say. That, that's lucky. Like on day one, you always got to level 10. Yeah, couldn't go to bed until you're level 10. And then uh, it was such a quick ramp up, but later on in it, like that's what I, I, I from memory, it took you just as long to get from level 59 to 60 as it did 1 to 58. It was like 58 to 59 was a set amount, and it was just like the grind. Yeah, that's that's the general idea of it, and that's what it usually ends up being is like it's usually not that big, but it's like, yeah, 59 to 60 is generally from level 50 to 58. Yeah, yeah. Is, is usually what it is. And that's that stayed true in, in all of, um, I suppose, WoW's expansions up until a, a short point. And uh, probably an expansion or two ago. So that will be a thing, um, definitely, because that's, you know, they're, they're trying their best to make sure that they can recreate it as people remember it. And whether it flops or not, it's going to be essentially completely up to the player base of, of what they remember it to, because there's a lot of neglect that people, you know, people 
remember it and say, as I, as I mentioned earlier, vanilla WoW is the best, et cetera, all this stuff. But there were so many problems, bugs, and all that sort of stuff that physically oh, never yeah. got changed. Like what you we were saying, people are reporting bugs that aren't actual bugs. So we're remembering this nostalgia, but we're not remembering uh, the downside. It's like exactly, when a woman says exactly. she wants to have another child, you know, they, if they want the kid, but they don't, they forget the, the, the labor, apparently. So I'm told. And they have to have sex with you. Oh. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no. It's not my birthday. Nah. All right. Well, that is WoW Classic. So we might as well talk about uh, guilds. Obviously, you still heavily play World of Warcraft. You pull in hours. You stream onto our page. Walk us through the, uh, guilds. Uh, is it full of friends? Is it full of strangers? Uh, how did it all come about? Where did it come from? So for, for me in particular, um, again, knowing my, my gaming style, I play to be a competitive end. And again, I'm, I'm going to be a social gamer, so I have to enjoy playing with people. So for me, it sort of just started a new expansion came out. I liked the game. hadn't played it for a couple, you know, a, a, a year or two. So I'll give it a go from there, get into a guild, do some content, you know, stuff I was familiar with and, um, you know, hang out with them for a bit. Back then was Vent, and now Discord uh, is probably the main the the main communication platform for most people. Yep. You know, you get to know them, you spend enough time with people, you virtually end up making really good online friends because you've got that one thing in common. You you have wow, you have your guild. You're all working generally towards the same goal. Um, that happened a while ago for, for myself, where I think the expansion was Worlds of Draenor. I went back and forth from the game a little bit, quit, came back a few times. Then last expansion came in, same thing was mostly sort of leaning into it. Same group of people, however, over time got to know a few of them a bit more and new faces showed up. And it turned out about seven of us are in Queensland and four of us live within three streets of each other <laughs> somehow. Don't know how. Yep. Queenslanders don't work. That's why. <laughs> it, it, it's freakish, but like I was, uh, and to go off top, I was at the hospital yesterday and one of the specialists who was doing a lung test to me was like, oh, because I took my, I took a book with me. I was, uh, I'm, I'm writing a story for one of the guys who was on the other day uh, for his gaming studio, and I was writing into. But my book is a exact cover of a PlayStation One, and he's like, "Oh, are you a bit of a gamer?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I don't mind to dabble a little bit." And he's like, "Oh, I love Dungeons and Dragons." I was like, "Oh, I said I've been wanting to get into D and D, but." I physically got no time. I said I. And I could looked, really oh. see you wearing a cape. Oh, I, I <laughs> already mean, wear a cape. Work. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I thought capes. Uh, I want a cane. I want a Jurassic Park cane. Now look what you've done. I'm talking about canes. I don't know how you went there. I was talking about a red cape, like red. Man, was, but and I was talking to him, and I was like, oh, look, between training and work and and gaming, I don't have enough time for Dungeons and Dragons. He's like, oh, what do you train? I was like, oh, a bit of Muay Thai. I used to do Muay Thai, but mostly jujitsu. Until I got this um, lung condition, I was training jujitsu. He's like, oh, really? Me too. Whereabouts do you train? And I'm like, oh, Infinity North Lakes. And he's like, whoa, I train Fifth Wave Narangba. It is physically 500 meters away from my club that I train at. And this is just a, a just random. Yeah, a random specialist who I'm just talking to. And the funny thing about jiu-jitsu is if you saw him on the street, 
he is a Dungeons and Dragons uh, promo kind of model. Like that's what you would <laughs> truly think plays Dungeons and Dragons. Meanwhile, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but meanwhile, he's a he's a purple belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He wrestles professionally. Like he's just an absolute beast. So you shouldn't yell at that specialist, should you? No, no way. Like <laughs> give me your hiding. The high contact kind of thing, the the Muay Thai side of things would be fun, but um, the the wrestling side of things, I'd definitely not be um touching him on the ground. He, <laughs> it's it's stompy, but and it's 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 just freakish coincidence when you start making friends. You're like, oh, how it happens to be local. Yeah, yes. You should have. Yeah. So that's probably where things for me ended up in the way they are. In, in terms of the guild and getting together and over time, you know, you spend, as I said, you spend enough time with people. Uh, up until maybe recently, I was a, I was a, I'm a first names guy generally, even in games. Um, might have been the fact that this expansion, I, I took over the role as, as guildmaster or GM, um, which I'll, I'll touch, I'll get to in a second. So, but because of that, I, I like knowing people. I'm not a big fan of in-game tags. Some people have ridiculous ones and it feels strange to say, but in general, like you, you I feel like I build a bit more of a rapport using people's names. And over time, you'll ask, oh, yeah, you know, whereabouts you, whereabouts you work? Or, you know, what do you do? You know, where do you work? Oh, whereabouts you live? Oh, you're you Brisbane as well. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm over in, you know, I'm over in here. People go, oh, I'm I'm here as well. And you go like, Whoa. next yeah. minute you find eight years straight or two away. And and it's it all starts from there. And it's it's amazing how simple it can be. Hell, um, even, even recently, um, probably in the past three months of, of current recruiting for my guild, we took on two or three new players and it turns out one of them again is less than a minute and a half from my house. See, and just that... proving my point time and time again. Keep going. It's well, still it's, Queenslanders it's... do not work. It's, <laughs> he he, he it's, doesn't work, but you nah. know. It's the <laughs> good thing because then if they steal your gear in the dungeon, you can go and steal their gear in real life. <laughs> it's a fact. Because in this area, everyone's on the gear, right? Exactly. <laughs> Pure <laughs> fact. Um, but yeah, that's probably so. That's started for me from there. Uh, getting a few mates together, just getting to know them, and then the guild I was in, I ended up somehow stepping up as an officer. The one of the two people that I knew happened to be that were local to me, or good friends of mine. A couple that I knew local, but two two ones that were in close vicinity were good friends of mine. They're both you know in, in mid forties, early fifties sort of thing. So they're older gents, and you know between they were officers in the group. And this is this was before I, I became a GM, so I was just a general pleb. Um, and over time, general data activities they needed event things were happening. My I had a bit of input in it. I had a bit of different foresight. I had their, you know, I, I heard what a little bit of their end. They didn't share everything with me, but got to know a fair bit. Over time, worked my way into the officer group. Started taking on day to day dealings and all that sort of stuff. It completely exploded at the end of the last expansion. Things went bad real quick because of people management and trying to juggle recruitment, trying to juggle what everyone's goal was, trying to make sure you're progressing in time, the toxicity, trying to make sure everyone's happy. The whole concept is just a layer, a big game of people management, and it is difficult. Um, I've never done anything with guilds. That's quite interesting to hear that there's a lot of people side to the guilds running them. So, yeah, I was was touching base on, on end of... Yeah, so I was touching on the end of last expansion where things were going, and um, 
the the guild I was, I was in and 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 managed to make my way up to be an officer actually had completely exploded. Um, to to your surprise, Michael, when you heard was yeah a lot of people management and internal politics and trying to make sure everyone's happy and and goals are met and that no one feels like a you know the the, the general online trolling between you know everyone in in the team, which is is what it's meant to be. It's you know I I always compare it to to my, my rating as a sport. I like in three days a week to do it outside of general t- time in between to practice. So so the three other people. Um, on the top end of it or on the mythic side of it, which is the hardest difficulty, you're limited to 20 people you can bring. You can't bring any more, any less. You have to do 20. It's what it, all the content is scaled to. Because yep. of that, you then introduce problems. People don't rock up. You need certain classes. You need certain roles. Why am I doing so much more than this person? This person's a carry. This person sucks. Why are they here? They never show up. And... At the time, I was just an officer and, and trying to play both, I suppose you'd say, you know, voice of the people as well as trying to get my voice heard through through the group that I'd just stepped into, you know, as I just became an officer in the group, trying to, to echo that through and, and, and get that understood. Didn't happen successfully, or at least not in the way it should have been handled, and the whole thing went boom, end of the expansion. Which then led me to either what do I do? Do I quit? Or do, I, do I quit? Or do I keep playing? So then I made the mad decision. I'll take over. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally, if you can't beat them, join them. But you just go. If if, if I if I if I can't beat them with the thing I'm in, then I'll make everything win. I'll be the reason it happens. I'll be the master. See, you just want to be a master. That's it. Um, but sort of queries and questions where like, how does it all go? How does the toxicity and all that come in? So there's a bit of a, a bit of a. Uh, I suppose, suppose it was a bit of a long story, but there's a bit of background on on how my journal came to be and my decision to do what I'm what I'm currently doing happened, and a lot of that between you know it came from playing with these friends. You know, some of them quit, some of them didn't, some some of them left, but having these friendships and that, and then over over the history of gaming, I've learned when you lose a common interest with people online, generally your friendships will dissipate very rapidly. It's hard to maintain contact with someone that you don't have a, a day-to-day rapport with when the the main reason you guys were talking to begin with is gone be it the same guild is a simple example or, or same game or whatever happens like that dissipates pretty quickly it's funny you mentioned that like i got a fun oh, not a funny story i guess a bad story my brother uh, i've talked about him a couple of times he's oh professional gamer at nearly freaking everything he touches starcraft league of legends uh, especially rts's uh, and even fighting games street fighter like went down to sydney to fight in a uh, a comp there and then the winners would go to worlds over and like he's been to um germany to go and watch the league of legends uh, world cup and he's gone to south korea like uh, he's an avid gamer. Now, he had a friend who was an online gamer because they used to play Pagan. Ult- they, and then I went on to Ultima Online. And they played Ultima Online for years. And it was sort of... It ended up... Gaming was what kept them together, not the game. So they'd just literally be stuff and i'm sick of this or my my character got nerfed i I don't want to re-roll a character let's go and play this game let's go and play that game and they were they were good friends and like he lived in sydney and my brother lived in brisbane and 
he'd uh, he'd actually come and stay over. Or my brother would. I used to be like, "The hell's your friend from the internet staying over for you, weirdo?" Like, have you ever, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What the hell?" But and they they were actually very good friends. And he used to go down to Sydney and visit him all the time. And it was like, and he used to. I'd be like, "Oh, how how can you trust him?" He's like, "I spend six hours minimum." with this person every single night for the last six, eight years. He's like, you haven't spent that much time with your own, <laughs> your own wife. Like you spend more, more time with your work colleagues and most of your friends and family. So he's like, what's the difference? Uh, and I was like, yeah, but work friends can put on a front. They uh, most time are only about themselves. You don't see them when they're at their worst, like friends, I do. I know I can leave my wallet out on the table with $10 and I come back and there's $11 in it. Like, Not with me there, mate. I'd be taking yeah. it straight away. Yeah. Just, just look it, what happens when you leave your work desk um, oh, unattended, no, it, mate. No, well, that's the difference. The work Unattended? Friends. When is it attended? <laughs> yeah. That's a very good question. It hasn't been in the past week. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like that. Uh, desk I definitely do not but um and then all of a sudden one time he had rent money in his drawer like they were boarding like my brother was boarding with three other people and it was like a four bedroom house and everyone had the four rooms and they this was 15 maybe more years ago before 20 years banking was such a big thing yeah so you used to actually have to go and give people cash so it was his turn that week to go and take all the cash to the landlord and they just put all their money in his top drawer and off he went. And then all of a sudden the money was gone from the top drawer and him, he got in a big argument with this mate of his cause his mate was visiting and money had never gone missing from that top drawer and he absolutely blew up. And I think they actually ended up getting in a scrap. And he kicked him out, told him to piss off, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then literally it was months later the friend messaged him saying, Dave, I promise on my life I did not steal that money. Like I, I'm telling you one day you'll realize it wasn't me and I forgive you. Like I understand why you think it might have been me, but it wasn't. You can message me. And it was only years later he found out it was one of the housemates. The housemate took advantage of this random person being from Sydney, and oh, he actually, yeah, he put his money in the drawer. He actually come up with the plan, put the money in the drawer, so Dave saw him put the money in the drawer, and then he went back later on and he stole it and was like, why would I steal? So Dave had to fork out for everyone's rent. And oh. so... And it was it was literally years later. It was years later that we we end up finding out that it wasn't his friend. And this is this is like one of his best friends and Don. I don't think he's ever actually spoken to him ever again because um, he the hurt was there. And it's it, it is it's that I don't know whether you can ever build that. I don't have it. I don't have that connection. I guess that's probably why I normally drop away from. MMOs because I've got my five best friends and that's about it. I talk to this one wanker every Monday for a podcast and uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and he rings me every day 
Oh, he's here. Hey, Margaret. <laughs> I think I think you were talking about me. I was like, who do you speak to on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Podcast? No, it doesn't ring a bell. All our guests. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. That's it. Good thing it's good thing it's on a Monday then, eh? No. That's it. That's it. But, yeah, that, that was the other, <laughs> that was the other guy. Um, but no, and that's it, it's hard. It's like I don't feel like I can make that connection with someone online. So I don't. I think that might be why I drop away from online gaming. Like I even Call of Duty. I will only play Call of Duty when my friends are playing Call of Duty. Like we were playing Black Ops and Battle Royale. We were like when I was uh, went went through the divorce. Every single night for six months, we were punching in four hours. And like my dad, being an old school person, be like, "Why don't you go to the pub with your friends?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, I don't need to. I hang out with my friends every single night. I, I have fun with them every single night. But I've known them since we were in prom- preschool, some of them. Primary school, most of them. But one of them, I actually knew- know him from preschool. That poor guy. That poor, poor guy. <laughs> I, I've, I've had something similar with that. I got, and, and, and I can relate to that. And I feel like a lot of that's just the, the general how, how life gets busy. And I've I got a couple of mates that I get the chance to play games with. Not as much as I'd like. General over time interests have changed. Um, but you know, the, the whole concept stays the same depending upon what it, you know, how you look at it is what you mentioned earlier. You spend that much time playing with people. For me, as I said, I referred to what I do rating as, as my version of sport. I don't have time to do to, to you know, I, I like doing BMX, but for me to do that takes a lot of time and effort out of doing that. And that's, you know, generally a day and there's restrictions to it. And there's, there's a lot of money to it. This is a monthly sub and all it takes up is time. From that, you know, I get to enjoy it. I get to play something I enjoy, you know, spend my time doing something I enjoy with people I enjoy. And the amount of, the amount of time you spend, like you said earlier, six hours a day or three hours a day with the same people for a year and a half, two years, and suddenly you do get to know them. Hell, I'm in, in the Discord that, that I'm running for, for my guild. We, we actually we do guild trips every year. Beforehand, before the guild exploded, more than half the guild was based in Brisbane. So we'd... um we do just a big Brisbane dinner and some people would fly up and some people wouldn't. We'd just be a bunch of the Brisbaneites. Otherwise, we'd do a actual trip where we go out camping for a week and we'd had people fly up from Tassie, New South Wales, Perth, all across, and it'd make an absolute amazing weekend out of it. And it's Did just you people... you computers? No. Well, one or two people took, like, a hotspot <laughs> and a battery pack, but they were usually, like, the... They were the people that, we, you know, all they had... They they didn't have anything else. That's all that they had. That's all that they yeah. did. Which yeah, yeah there's nothing gaming wrong with was that. yeah, gaming some people, was some people uh, do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's they they don't have anything else. Not to say that they've got to do with their time, but no, you no, know, like well, we not all Steve, Steve myself, I don't know about yourself, Mark. We've got kids to do, kids and, and family and that. So there's a bit of juggling back and forth, mind you. I'm probably neglecting some of that right now, but there's a bit of that juggling trying to fit it all in. That's um, why you lock yourself in a room and you have the door closed and it sounds like you're sitting on the toilet. Yep. It's fine <laughs> because then they can't see you. They can't get you to do folding. Oh, I am sitting on the toilet. <laughs> funny funny you say that. One of, the, one of, the, one of the, the officers in my guild, actually, he made a big point when he joined us a while ago of how, of how dedicated he was to showing up to raid. Because as I said, you limited it to 20 people for the difficulty we do, which means the people are a no-show. It's extremely frustrating, and generally, 
you know, one guy could be the reason 19 people are sitting there. But anyway, he was, he went to Canada for oh, three months. And because of the time difference, he didn't want to wake up his brother. He set up his computer in the toilet. <laughs> he had it all sitting there. And he's got photos of it all and the whole thing. And like, he, yeah, it was, it was it was, it was quite funny, well, actually. Very, I'll see if I can find the photo productive. and I'll share it. Yeah, it's multi-purpose. We have, we, we have this joke of, um, you know, raid is life, so therefore you get a raid bucket. Cut a hole in your oh seat. No worries. <laughs> How, um... Look, we've, we've touched on the toxicity side of things, and uh, I don't know whether we've spoken much about poaching. Like, I, was your guild at the level where people are trying to poach and headhunt or is it yeah yeah so you'll get that throughout all levels of of most competitive style games and and it's not um i don't i don't believe it's just you know the best grabbing you know better from lower guilds it's just i personally don't see it as poaching because all you can do, it's like a job offer. All you can do is dangle this in front of someone and say, this is what we got. We have a position for you to pro, like to, to trial on. Does this appease to your tastes? We'd like you. We, we, you know, we think you're all right from what we can see. Do you want to take us up on it or not? I don't see it as poaching. Not that sort of approach, which is generally how it goes. That isn't toxic. That's, that's not toxic, no. That's bring someone a job. That's, yes, which is... Which I is, find is fine. Which is generally how a lot of it goes down, and that's usually okay, and and that that gets handled quite well and and quite normal. Yep. However, then you get the other side of it, and and this is from for me, I'm in the midst of dealing with this myself, and it's an ongoing problem, where you get people that are happy to come in, and and whether it be troll or they'll they'll act as you know they'll act as a friend, they'll act whatever they've got to do to sort of keep keep their position there and then, then they these people are usually really good so obviously to lose them is a bit of a hit because you never want to lose a good player because they're few and far to come by yep. and then over time what ends up happening is they either have someone else in their ear thinking oh you're too good for this you know we've got this we're so much better but you know loyalty is a thing and then over time you you virtually can poison someone's mindset ha 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 you know people start people start yeah. streaming um, I myself have dealt with this. If we, if we want to probably touch on that a whole another day, it's a big subject. You know, it's between people streaming and then they hop on the stream and then virtually you just get this, you know, they're promoting the one guy that they want, but the rest of everyone else, the rest of everyone else is just getting absolutely sledged. And in turn, you can turn a player against a group. And as I said, when I touched on earlier, it was when my guild went bang, the same concept had happened. We'd had a guild... We had one of our members leave, which people do. You know, he got an offer yeah. somewhere better. He took it. But then at the same time, you know your friends. You've played with these people for so long. So, oh, I've got a couple of friends that are really, really good. I'd like to get them in here as well. But they're loyal, so they're not going to leave. Yes. So then what ended up happening was they started debilitating and, 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 just, and just barraging and just insulting and indirectly causing chaos and, and virtually poison in people's minds and in, in terms of handling problems between each other and causing problems between each other. And as I said, things went bang. Stresses were high. People were frustrated. Things weren't being immediately fixed. And suddenly yeah. there was this field on the other side that was so much greener. Um, yeah. And bang. I, I copped had... a little bit in one of the guilds that I was in. A very similar situation. We weren't – we were – 
we were definitely oh we were probably second i reckon or third strongest guild on the server but we were very very active and we used to get trumped by the most powerful guild on the server uh, but the the problem i had with it was i was like well let's attack back and they're like no 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 leave it leave it we won't attack back we don't want to upset them and i'm like why not they they attack us every single day and it's like they they because you it's one where you can shield up it was and pe- if someone forgot their shield boom they'd get attacked and i'm like let's because if you attack someone you couldn't shield for 10 minutes so it's like well if he can't shield let's go for it let's let's kill him let's make him lose his army and they, but no one wanted to to take this, this was a phone game, wasn't it? I think you. I think you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is that prime, This is the primal war one that I was playing, and no one wanted to take the step, so I'd attack them every single time. I was like, "Let's go!" And I'd yell at the guild. I'm like, "Come on!" And I had a mate who played with me, and he was he was pretty um, powerful at that point as well. So for the two of us, they would struggle to to take us um as long as we stuck together and i ended up actually leaving our guild because i got a message from the guild leader the opposition saying hey bud do you want to come and join us and i was like yes i do i'm sick of getting attacked every single day and no one being willing to retaliate and my guild oh you should have seen the abuse I got in the inbox. Like, they were absolutely just dis- disgusting the way they were yelling. And it's like, well, if you guys actually played the game instead of just logging on, shielding up, grinding, shielding up, grinding, uh, like it is a war game. Let's go to war. Let's fight. And that was, And that's what got me in. It, the toxicity got so bad. I was like, uh, I I couldn't even like. There was a rule not to attack resource squares, um, but if I was on one, boom, they'd attack. They'd attack me on the resource square, and it was just. I was like, all because I joined an opposite guild, who were more active and more willing to actually play a war game for war. Yeah, so that's in 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 terms of that. And and I suppose you, you wanted to touch on the topic of I suppose managing it and, and people and that uh, earlier. That's something that I learned when everything went bang um, and I decided to take up the mantle. That's when I started to learn that in terms of managing something of the competitive end is there's there is you are a people manager, you are a manager. You yes. do have to suddenly take into consideration what people's thoughts are, their emotions, what's going on in life. And at the same time as that, you have to set your expectations for the guild. Generally, they're echoes of what the, what the GM wants themselves or what their what their goal is, and yeah. work towards that as a team. And in your case, it sounds like inaction was the reason why you left, which is fine. Yeah. That the, the someone offered you, you know, dangled this. Hey, we got this. We noticed you're, you know, you're the only one doing something, so you're obviously active. Come over the fence, and then suddenly, you know, the, the player base that's not that doesn't want to do anything or is they're, they're active, they're social, is generally referred to as the casual side. 
mm-hmm. when someone from that leaves, it's like a family member has suddenly just decided to abuse someone else in the family and walk away. It declares all out war, and it's and again, it's it's people's emotions. It's it's the whole thing. It and it is it is filthy. It is disgusting, and it happens. And it's again, it, it's. It's why do we play games? I play for competitive. Now I'm the GM. I've said this to a few people before. Whenever they offer me, I'm, I'm I consider myself pretty pretty good at what I do in the game. Maybe yep. not as much as a GM in that, but in terms of how I can play my character in that, I reckon I'm actually pretty damn good. I do get offers from other people, and general, I will always knock them back. I would say a lot of that is because I have ties here. I've got loyalties. I'm the guy that's running it, and if you know. For a very, very long yeah. time, I'd consider myself the keystone. If the keystone, you know, crumbles or leaves, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. And, and I'm not willing that. to let that happen. But there are offers there from people, like you said, hey, you know, you, we notice you're pretty good. They're better than what we are. You know, they're progressing faster. Their players are naturally good. All that sort of stuff. And, you know, what do you, what do, you do then? Why do I play the game? Well, if I wasn't leading it, I would probably take up people's offers because I play to be competitive. And that would be the next step for me to get up there to be competitive is take that offer. I stay because yeah. I've got ties. Um, it's... I should actually say to him, I'm like, if you attack that guild as much as you're attacking me, I would have stayed. Like, you are literally attacking me more. Like, they were more active coming <laughs> after <understand>. me <laughs> than what they ever were the whole time. That's how like, they were willing to wipe their armies just to try to prove a point. And yet they wouldn't beforehand, and that's what that's what got to me. I was like, "Oh no, we could have been um, great." And there's one or two of them now because obviously the the company brought out a different game and they stopped um, pumping in as much content into that one, and uh, they it was a bit of a rot. There's a big foo about it. A lot of people left, so then they shut down servers and. We had to move on. Uh, a couple of the diehards have joined me in the new servers now, and they get along. They get along well, but yeah, it was just the toxicity, even amongst friends, was so high. Well, and I say friends, obviously, they're just they are guild friends. In you sound a bit distracted there, man. In yeah, terms of of trying to manage people on that and and again this is this is a skill i've had to learn purely from managing a guild so as as i said we're limited to 20 people yeah um this then means that what we have to do is we have to make sure that we have enough people at any point in time if someone can't show up that generally a role is covered that we can continue to go we can do what we need to do we're missing a healer okay no worries we've got someone that has an off spec or has an alt or we've got someone on the bench that can do it um you're fiddling and you're it's it's like you're playing with people's emotions no one likes to be told that they suck but at some point in time there has Steve to be does that way. every day at some point in time though there is where this this level of skill comes in and a lot of the time it can just purely be down to time how much time can you invest into what you do yeah, you know, like games and like that, those mobile games you're playing. A lot of that comes down to how much time can you invest, and then from there, how efficient can you do it? You know, if you come in to a game on a brand new server release and you know everything about it, you're going to smash it because you don't make the same mistakes of investments and stuff like that. Yes. Um. And and in in terms of running a guild and and this limitation number of twenty, 
you know, I might have to say, you know, hey, you know, Mike, you're in for the night. Steve, I don't need you for now. Sit on the bench for an hour and a half. You've, meanwhile, you've allocated this three-hour window tonight to say, play. to say you're ready to play. And I've had to say, sorry, mate, no, nah, we don't need you for, for the first half of tonight. It's that, however, don't go anywhere. Just play around, whatever. Just um, in case. Just, just in case things go wrong, and it does happen, or we need to swap something out. Um, but sorry, mate, just for now, I need you. We'll get you in next week, or I'll do what I can to get you in next week. So like what we do for you as a guest. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose so. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, and that's, I don't know. I, I For a bigger game, I understand that why you've got competitive um, guilds and competitive areas, PvE, PvP, everything like that. But there's a certain degree, like how leveled do you go? Like do you just... You say, well, we're not top tier, so let's stay away from this PvP server. And uh, it's difficult. It's always going to be a difficult um, thing to manage. I've I found a lot of it from talking to people and, and trying to, I suppose, uh, come to resolutions from disputes. Again, it's all gaming here, so it's it's annoying how much it comes in. Yep. Is um usually comes down to people's goals and, and what they want to achieve in the time that they invest in something. Yes. Between playing WoW, um, playing other um, games on mobiles and all that sort of stuff, I always like having my hand in some form of leadership, whether it be running it or having a say. It just naturally seems to be where I go. You just, Steve, you probably noticed that at work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, and it's people's certain um That's It's people's personalities coming out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... This is where the clear identification of people's goals has to come into play because we we play games to enjoy them, right? Again, I, I enjoy being at a competitive level and, and in terms of raiding, killing bosses, all that sort of stuff, making progression and, and enjoying it with people I'm with. Um, Steve, however, might be a bit more casual and just enjoy smacking bosses and doesn't care if he wipes for three hours on end for a week or two straight. And he's like, no, I don't oh, care. I'm, I'm, I I'm here. I'm having fun. Yeah, I and then you have the other dude that you know they have a lot of time on their hands and and this this is this is a reality and it usually comes down to the people that can put more time into something are generally the people that will get frustrated and become more toxic and become more pissed off upset verbal in saying you know like uh an example again wow related at the moment is they've just released the new raid um internal palace the two current top guilds are method and limit one's eu one's us and they're currently going head to head right now, and they're streaming it pretty much, you know, for the world to see. The general comparison will always come into this person or these people that can invest this much time into something is, well, if Method can do it, why can't we? You know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. You start weighing yourself up against others, and 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 you're talking about like the world's number one of of this <laughs> of this genre, and and not only that, not only between their natural skills, it also comes down to the time they play. Yep. We've had a bit of a dispute tonight alone in my guild as to difficulty levels, different difficulty levels drop different tiers of gear. Um, we, we've done the full clear of heroic. The next step is mythic. We want to clear the whole raid in before the next content to get an achievement yep. to do it and just self-satisfaction. At some point, we need to drop this heroic difficulty off to keep going because to get progression, there's, you know, we only raid nine hours a week. Um, how much of that do we want to spend in farm content? For whatever reason, versus trying to wipe another three or four hours, or you know, could be wiping two hours on a boss to progress on it. Yeah. Um, and 
trying to get there with all these different mindsets is a lot to juggle. Um, and we're, we're not this world number one. And, and, and as I said, as we were having this argument tonight as to how to, how to handle it, when do we want to drop it? And we, we've, we've came to a pretty sane conclusion. This, I've run, I'm, I'm the leader of it. There's four other yep. officers, so there's an uneven amount. But what we managed, what some, some very, I suppose, wise words of wisdom came out of that is looking at this comparison, people will always say, well, you know, in, in wow, or method can do it or limit. Generally, it's always method because they have renowned for being number one. Yeah. It came to, to hindsight that we raid nine hours a week and that's what we do in a week. And then they outside raid. of that, we do general, general preparation. They raid in nine a sing- hours a day. <laughs> no, no. They raid 12 to 16 hours a day for the first Ooh. two weeks. Really? So in a week of raiding, they did what we would do in three or four months. Hmm. And you've got people trying to compare A to B here. And like you physically can't compare that. And no, and no. these frustrations and, and all this sort of stuff comes in. And it's, oh, I feel like I'm going on a bit of a rant here, but it, it's all like this is where this whole side of people management comes in in, in terms that's, of gaming. And, and, that's and this toxicity side is it, yeah. time investment. It usually comes down to time investment. And that's the difference between having a good leader who understands what level his guild is, what sort of competitive players he's got. Like, you, you'll always have one or two who are top, top tier. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much true, yeah. There'll be others who can't guarantee come every single week, but they, when they do, they play good. Like, I, I am probably a bit more of a casual gamer now, but I, I've still got that gamer at heart, so I can actually... When I go, I go. I know what to do. I can pick up things pretty quickly, uh, and uh, and off I go. I don't need that huge grind. Um, but there are other people who who don't. They're not naturally gamers. They're just playing it to because they enjoy it. They, it's like that Peter Simpson syndrome. They might. They're just physically not as good. It's not their fault. Uh, they just, just can't do it. No, no. And comes down and, to it. And, and that is a reality. Um, and that is something, again, as a, as a GM. And up until this week, I was also the raid leader. Um, my life's kicking my ass right now, so I've had to step back officially from that. But And that is a that is a thing that you have to do. You do have to eventually say, hey, mate, you know, because there is people trial to be in the team that I run. There does come a point in time when you have to say, hey, mate, I know you're doing what you can do, but you're currently not what we're looking for. It's it's virtually like you're firing someone from a job or, you know, you're saying your probation, you failed your probation. Like you, you did good, you did okay. Yes, we may have, you know, we turned a profit in your time being here, but you weren't a good fit. Like we mm. want more, all that sort of thing. And it is a reality. And it, it is a more common occurrence in gaming in general. And this, this is becoming more, you know, to breach outside of WoW now, this is becoming a, a, a much more current thing. It's more You're, of a culture. You, it, it is. It, 100%. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's it, just gaming. I think there's quite a few industries that have the exact same things happening that you've just said. It, like it, elitism is it is a big thing. It's it's always been the, the big hit, guy stepping on the little guy. I believe it's, because coming, they can. it's coming worse as well. I I truthfully believe it's it's coming a lot worse. I would I would definitely agree. There's not a whole heap, you know, of ways to handle. There's not a whole lot of information. The whole gaming world in general, it, it's it's exploding. It's this new thing. Streaming's becoming big. Anyone can start doing it. You, you know, yep. a few weeks back we had that there was a very famous streamer who 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 happened to commit suicide, and a lot of that was just the the pressures of everything coming in, um, and it, it it's massive. Look. 
anyway. think we're going to have to wrap it up there tonight. Chris, we are, thank you very much for joining us. We are definitely going to have to get you back. Um, this is obviously a far bigger topic than what we truly thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think we really scratched the surface of running guilds, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy. Like we, yeah, it's a fairly long rant, and I'm not even sure what we covered. So we'll definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely enough content to get you back. Um, it's always interesting to have other people's point of view. No problem. Thank you guys very much for having me. And uh, hopefully I didn't go on too much of a rant. No, I won't. No, no, Steve did, well, Steve did yeah, but you're fine. I, do, I, do. I, I welcome rants. They're fine. <laughs> nah, cool. All right, guys. Just remember, like, subscribe the podcast and Facebook page and YouTube and Twitter and all that. Facebook page. And guys, remember, it'll never be game over. Game has got a game.